Greetings, Earthlings. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking live, yeah. bro. That was fire. Thank you to the band. Such a dork. <laughs> Top five rappers of all time. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. Spit that hot fire. Look, if you're not a millennial, you're not going to get that. I'm yeah. just going to be honest. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Hey, thanks for joining us. Welcome back. My name's Ricky Hayes. This is my wife, Karina Hayes. That over there is Tony Stats and Info Lance. And you joined us at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. What do you know? Welcome. Yeah, it's almost like we try to do this weekly. Nice to have you here. And guess what? If you're new, <laughs> hit subscribe down below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and do the same thing. Um, so we're here today with another episode of the Trash Talk Roundtable, where we're going to be breaking down episode one of the Challenge 39, Battle for a New Champion. and. I want to say the title, but I'm just, I don't. <laughs> At the same time, I don't want to say the title of this episode for two reasons. One, yeah. it's because it was a genuine fuck up by a guy whose English is a second language and he's pretty fucking good at speaking English for the most part. Yes. Um, secondly, I initially thought this was written by the production team and I was like, what the fuck are okay, you guys doing? Right? Because they literally just did this on USA. Too. Yeah. I don't remember what the title was, but it was like a known like one of the Will Smith ones saying no, but they did that, too. But I'm just saying like it was like a known saying that they just changed for no fucking reason. And then no, but for no reason, literally, because nobody said it in the episode yeah. or anything like that. At least this one, at least this one, like it was just. Somebody said something in the episode and they yeah. named it after it, which is something they used to do a lot on the on the older seasons. So I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Survivor does. It, yeah. Survivor does it all the time. We yeah. always play, find the quote. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So anyways, the, the title of this one is teamwork makes the perfect work. And. OK, let's roll it's with accurate. it. I, I mean, it is. It is. And a for effort. They didn't do that. It's fine. No, but that's a little bit of foreshadowing, which, you know what, props to the challenge, because I didn't really get that this episode a little bit, uh, a little bit. I did on the rewatch on the rewatch. I was like, how did I miss it the first time through? Mm. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Like, but that's 2020 hindsight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, oh, yeah, of course. Well, 2023 hindsight. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, if we're getting technical on this shit. Um, <laughs> um, here's my thing is. They made a big deal. Well, they didn't make a big deal, but it was all over social media. Like, oh, you got to watch episode zero. It's going to be really important <laughs> to the season. And while it was entertaining, it played no real role in anything that they didn't recap in episode no, one. Uh, it basically made us aware that they slept in the arena and they played spin the bottle. Yeah. The recap didn't actually show anything about what they did to get the sleeping stuff or the food or anything. All it did was like they played spin the bottle. Kieran and Huey had a kiss. Asaf said, wowie, wowie. And yes, TJ just walked in. <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, cool. With that being said, and I, I agree exactly how you explained it, especially as the way they recapped it, but it did feel <laughs> very 
old school challenge esque in the fact that you know yeah. they were sitting back yeah. there drinking, having a good time, enjoying each other's company, talking a little bit of game, but it wasn't a ton of game. No. Just having fun. I mean, like I think the most interesting thing is we find out that uh, Olivia, Narice, Michelle, and Raven and really Mariah, make. I think. Oh, and Mariah yeah. make this really strong five girl alliance right. from like the rider dies. Right. And, you know, will it work? Mm. To, you know, we'll see. I'm it could. I mean, I mean, look, if it doesn't, it's going to make great TV. And that's oh, yeah. what we're really here for at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they have to do these puzzles. It doesn't really play a part. Getting into episode one, though, um, it basically just jumps right into the daily, which felt yeah. very challenge USA too. like, let's just get right <laughs> into it. Right in. Yeah. I guess that's why they wanted you to watch episode zero, but I don't, I don't know. Episode just, one, one was too fucking long already. I don't, it, oh my God. Know, it, was it was like 90 minutes. I was like it was an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. With commercials, with commercials, it was two hours. Yeah. With an episode zero. Yeah. And then the episode zero, but I don't know. And, and I just felt like, I don't know. We'll get into it. I just felt like there were some things that could have just been left out. Like we, we didn't yeah. need oh, yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. And you could have just put the episode zero stuff and made it all one episode. Yeah, like, like, I just don't know where this episode zero thing came from. Like they did it like one time on, what was it? It was like war of the world's one or something spies lies. where they used it. Yeah. They yeah. Did it on spies lies. But, but it was just, I don't, spies I, I'm lies. not a fan of it. At least with Spies Lies, we were getting introduced yeah. to the new rookies and kind of getting an idea of who they were. But yeah, I guess like if it's like a cast preview, you know, um, with that being said, I mean, like unless you've been really into the challenge, the flagship, the last three seasons, you don't know who most of these people are. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Like if you got over it after Double Agents, half the cast, you have no, no fucking clue who clue. they are. Yeah. yeah. Big T and Melissa. <laughs> That's are funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And Jay. And Jay. And ASAP, if you watch Total yeah. Madness. Yeah. Everybody else is ride or dies or spies, lies, and allies. Mm-hmm. Or, and or like or international. Or international. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be honest. I like this cast. I find it interesting. Yes. I find the mystery of not knowing how everything's going to work out really cool. Like, it's nice to go into a season knowing that right off top like oh these seven people are aligned so i see how this is gonna yep. go yep you know we're not getting that and i'm enjoying that no uh, i like that a lot i like that we're not getting play by play we're not getting like in-game stuff we're not finding out from tj how this is working before it works other than the fact of like the three different sections and how those are broken down we don't know like we didn't know how the deliberation worked until it happened we didn't know how the elimination worked until it happened. Like those are all things that normally we are told well in advance of how it's going to play out. Right. Yeah. I guess my question for everybody listening and comment when, if you want on this is how do you feel about this kind of approach of doing an episode zero where it's all introduction and then splitting episode one into like right into the, the daily and then into, you know, deliberations house kind of situation and then right into the final or not final but elimination um what's your guys thoughts on that it serves a purpose if it's done right like if it was an intro where it was a proper intro if this is going to sound weird because it's praise for spies lies 
But if Spies Lies is the introduction where they really let you know who these people are and who is playing was what they used as a format for this, then it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But to do it the way that they did, where it was you anytime that somebody had a confessional, it told you how many seasons they had been on. But other than that, it didn't really give you much insight into who these people are other than how many seasons they've played. But then they also started to do like little challenge things. So it was almost like episode one spilled backwards into episode zero. But if they did flat out introduction, I'm all for it with like the weird mishmash. I would rather just have it all in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you kind of feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Like I said, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the episode zero thing at all. But like if you're to me, like if you're going to do it, like you can have an episode zero and introduce the cast. But then like episode one has to be like its own thing. I don't like this just diving right into the daily thing, like have episode zero be an introduction to the cast. And then episode one starts with everybody running into the house. And, you know, whatever, like, that's fine. But don't like do like half the first night on episode zero and then half the this and it's just a recap of that. And then we just jump into this over here. It's no, no. I'm not. Mm, no, you're done. You're done. Like watching Memento. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. If, if like, you it makes know, no you sense. Know. If it you makes know, no you sense. know. Yeah. Um, okay, before I get into the title of this fucking daily, why don't we get into how this season's going to break out? Oh my God, the title of this daily. Yeah, anyways, the way this season's going to work is we find out that it's going to be a single winner. Um, so either a man or a woman, not both. How do you guys feel about that? No. Yeah, I don't like not that. All it's going to do is the guys are going to gang up on the girls. Not a fan of that. Yes, I do see that happening. The guys are going to gang up on the girls. The girls are going to try to gang up on the guys, whatever. However, I do also want to just say that TJ did say that he is going to reward second and third place. We don't know what that means or what it could possibly entail. I have a couple of ideas and we can talk about that here in a minute if you guys want to. But I do like that there is something in it for second and third place, yeah. just yeah. not any part of that main 300 is what I'm what we're hoping. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do hope this is something they fall back on where second and third get a set amount. Yeah. Like, look, it's really nice that, you know, you're that certain winners decide to give money back to the rest of the cast mm-hmm. or the you know finalists. But yeah. that shouldn't be on that. Right. Like that should be forbidden. Right. Because it influences gameplay. Yeah. I mean, that's we've had this discussion before, but I just don't like that. So I I do enjoy the fact that they are going back to this. What did you think about the fact that that they have the opportunity to earn more money? I'm so glad you asked. Well, you know, that's I I got notes. Thank you. I'll let Tony go first because mine's going to be a a little bit lengthy. As as far as the, the one winner, I'm not really keen on it for exactly what we said and exactly what we saw play out. Um, as soon where it is 12 and 12, as soon as we lose a person, it's easy to just continue on that track. And that's what the challenge is known for. So that that's something I'm not super keen on. And I'm hoping that it doesn't play out the way that I think it might. As far as like the adding to the bank as an entire team, what I like about it is not even so much the money. 
But what I like about it is so far, it seems that no one's safe. You don't get like safety. You don't get immunity or anything like that. You're putting somebody in as a house. That means that they get to pick anyone. Like, I like that format. And that can really only be accomplished as a team, because as soon as you do it as individuals, then there's already a winner. Uh, So just my counter to that very last part is, is we know there's mercs coming in. And there's a certain amount of men and a certain mm-hmm. amount of women. So we know that out of the 12 men, potentially five of them could be eliminated mm-hmm. right off top by the marks. Let's say the marks go five and oh. Um, so we are guaranteed that we are going to get number numbers dwindled yeah. down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's going to be a sweep one side in the men or the women. As far as with the earning the money opportunity, I do really enjoy the fact that it once again is almost a bit of a fallback to old challenge season. Yeah, it's like an homage. Yeah. I love it. You know what I mean? Where you have to work as that team. Um, and what I'm kind of gathering from this is, and we'll get into the different levels of the game. This first level, based on how much money this daily was worth, if they're going to repeat that, we've got about four episodes of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into the next, the next stage. So. Right. I agree. Yeah. But. Real quick, yes, I like it. I think it adds a layer to the game that I enjoy. So there we go. Yeah, I uh, just like you said, I I like the whole idea of them being able to earn money, like more money, because this is exactly how they used to do it on the older challenges. They would have like a a general like prize, you know, bank or whatever, and then you would have like your team bank, and you yeah. would be able to accumulate money throughout the season, and then that would you know be split between your teammates or whatever. Obviously this just goes into the pot for the winner. However, I was thinking about this, about the money that is up for grabs that does not get one. What if that's the money that goes into the pot for second and third place at the end of the season? So it, if they don't tell them. And they don't tell them because they don't want them to purposefully lose it lose it to put that money there but what if like that 50k that they lose tonight is that's now in the pot for second and third place so and then they'll just split it up at some sort of percentage you know like whatever the full amount is like second place gets whatever third or whatever or you guys split it 50 50 or i don't know but i just had an epiphany it's because i'm not a smart man i'm not a smart man um but even if they win the fucking daily they still have to eliminate somebody Mm-hmm. And it just kind of clicked. I was like, oh, yeah, no shit, Ricky. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. That's it, the other thing I was going to say. Sorry, just really quick yeah. about the whole like the team thing, how the entire cast is on one team. Like TJ said, this is the first time in history that they've done a format this way. And like as he was saying it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like this. It was just like I, my mind was like on this roller coaster of like, yeah. yes, it's good. No, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyway, after watching the daily and everything, I actually think I might like this format because, yes, there's not so much like competition in the actual daily, but I think it's going to create so much more like animosity and drama, competitive type drama in the actual house. And that's like, again, very, I cannot stop bumping my mic tonight. You guys, I am so sorry. That is very old school challenge feel just, you know, so I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this. I was gonna say, it's also interesting because the first, like the first section of the game where TJ is basically saying like, 
build your optimal team. So they're going to want to get out the people that are taking up spots that aren't helping them win. And then in the next section, they're basically forcing them to have a stronger final because they're getting rid of the people that they deem quote unquote weak because they're losing the team money rather than keeping them around as a quote unquote layup to take to the final with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, this game has really incentivized winning dailies above anything else, Mm -hmm. not on an individual basis yet, but I am curious about that to see if they end up going individual. Well, I mean, I guess we kind of know that they are because of the, the preview, but so my question, obviously, just like I had for you guys, um, I have for the audience, what do you guys think of this? Do you like the opportunity for them to earn money? What do you think about there only being one winner? What's your guys' opinion on yes. this? And what do you guys think about this new format? Like this yeah. new where the whole cast works as one team. It's not even like that's what's blowing my mind. Like I was expecting potentially like a two team yeah. or yeah. three team yeah. type situation. Never in a million years would I have guessed that this was a the whole cast is on one team together. It's never. An, it's an individual season, but you are working together as a team. What? Good luck. That's crazy. They lot like so they spoiler alert, they lose. Um <laughs> it Fuck plays out, Tony. right? I know. Fuck. We're supposed to follow the fucking <laughs> format and I already hit, owned it. Hit one of the fucking pads. Do it. I don't have any for that. Oh, okay. I don't know. In that case, I'll continue. What if they win the money? <laughs> Pat him now. No. What if they win the money? Like if they win the daily, there's somehow that they've like assigned a person who like won because we've only seen the format where they lose. We don't know what the format is yeah. when they win. There could be some way that somebody is assigned the winner and is given safety. Ooh, maybe it would be like the, you know, I, I don't know because I don't. I, I, I'm wondering if the whole like hmm. the captain, the leader thing, you know, where they like elected like a little they elected. I, what's Kieran. his name? Is it Kieran? I think that was self-imposed. Kieran. OK, I, yeah, I didn't know if that was something like that. Maybe TJ said was part of the rules and they just didn't show us that in the edit. Um, or if that was just something that the that the cast brought upon themselves to just like elect a leader. I feel like they might have needed uh, yeah. like two, like one for the men, one for the women's. But it's OK. That's OK. okay. <laughs> All right. Before we get any further into this, because you guys are already getting into the Sorry. Yeah, I haven't even said the fucking title of the daily yet. Oh, God, you guys are getting off fucking rails already. No, I'm joking. This is what we do. Um, the way the game's going to be broken up is in three sections. And when I say the game, I'm talking about the season of this, this season of the challenge. The first level is called control. And TJ explains that they're able to earn more money in this level. Now, from what we were just saying, $200,000 is what we're told that they can earn. And if they're doing 50000 a daily, that gives us about four levels of control. Four episodes. Or yeah. four episodes. Yeah, sorry, four levels. <laughs> Level two, though, is called chaos. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder what's going to happen in the chaos and level. Where they can Where they have to protect money. their money. Yeah, protect. You must protect this house. Sorry, <laughs> I just have the Under Armour shit going through my head right now. Um, like, obviously, that's where the mercenaries come in. Like, it's going to be good, though. What if nobody gets eliminated? What if only money gets eliminated in that section? That would, that would be crazy. Because Ooh. that's the only this is the thing that I've been having an issue with. And I know I'm cutting off your format, but fuck it. Good. Fuck it. <laughs> my issue has been they're bringing in mercenaries 
that are like the some of the best at elimination and you're bringing them in to go against people who although some have beaten them predominantly would lose in those situations because they are bringing in such well-rounded people to go into elimination so what if the second section is like more of a non-elimination like part of the game where they might have a mercenary that comes in and you have to elect somebody from your season, like from your team to go in and protect the money rather than somebody gets voted Mm. in and Mm. then a mercenary comes in and then they go home because that seemed, that was lopsided. That's that's what I didn't like about the mercenary thing was they're bringing in such heavy hitters that I realized to be a champ, you have to be the champ, whatever. But it seemed really lopsided to say, these people are all trying to beat one another to be the champ. But by the way, you have to go into a hall brawl with CT. Yeah, I mean, here's my theme. I, I would agree more if there were other vets that were have done 10 seasons of the challenge or are consistently on every season. Like if Fessy was in this or, you know, like mm-hmm. that, I'd be like, I think they were too close to the final. I don't know, man. I, I have to see how it's playing out. I'm arguing a, 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 a maybe, you know what I mean? So I can't do that. That's okay. I'm defending a maybe. Yeah. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Uh, what is the third one? Because you don't have it written down and I'm too. Yes, fucking I late. Too. Level three is conquest. conquest. You may earn even more money. What? Why do they have to do these same letter shit? Like last last episode or not last episode? But USA two, it was fucking all the S's. This one, it's all C's. Yeah, C's and B's. I don't know. <laughs> C's get degrees. Sorry, that's anyway. <laughs> anyway, so conquest. Yeah, you have. Uh, you may earn even more money. Which okay, so so there's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I feel like like this money that they don't earn. It doesn't just fall off the fucking face of the planet. Like it, go, it's going somewhere. It does. TJ said it did. Goes away. Even pointed <laughs> where it goes. That's how Buna Murray does it. It goes away unless you come in second God. or third. I, I bet you guys anything. I don't I bet know. Bet you. So I, I enjoy this. I just feel like it's way over complex to be explaining right on yeah. top. Like it's just tell lot. us, hey, there's going to be three levels to this game. The first one that you're in right now, it's called control and you can earn extra money. Cue the rain. You know, like the clock ran out. Guess what? We're at level two and this one's called chaos. Yeah, like that would have been so I don't know. That would have been so much better. I feel like level three. We couldn't think of anything else. So conquest. You can win back money, (laughs) but it's different money from the money we told you was gone before. So it's okay, And we're still within the confines of what we said. But yeah. we're Bunim and Murray in the challenge and TJ Lavin, so twists are always approved. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I'm sorry about doing no, that voice. Kidding. That's just, it came naturally and that's who I am. <laughs> you don't always win, but you always take the shot. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Anyways, uh, so at this point, he once again tells him, you know, you're competing as a team, blah, 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 blah. And then we get into the actually the actual first daily. Mm-hmm. And uh, this daily is called whole control. <laughs> yeah. Just let that sink in. Whole control. Whole control. Better keep that hole in control. Oh, my God. Better be in control of your hole. <laughs> I really hope that they don't use the same first word for the dailies in the next section. And then it's like whole chaos. 
because then the third one's whole conquest and that's just weird. <laughs> I am really hoping we get that. <laughs> and I hope there's enough episodes that we're on episode 169 when we do it. It's poetic. Oh my God. It's like fucking Robert Frost would write it. You're ridiculous. I am. Anyways, so the whole idea of whole control is you're going to run in down or run down into a giant mud pit. And in that mud pit, there's a shit ton of poles that have little fucking prints that you put together in a puzzle and it spells the challenge. There you go. <laughs> you got to get the fucking people out of the hole and, the and all the poles and all the poles and then assemble the puzzle in 10 minutes in 10 minutes. If you don't do it, you just lost 50 K. It's gone. It's never coming back until the third section when different 50 K comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. But they don't know that. You can yet. leave the cameraman down there. He's fine. I saw him. <laughs> Did you see them all just like in the corner? Yeah. I fucking saw that. I was like, oh, oh, I was that Leo spot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stay out of this chaos. Oh, I mean, this control, this, this control. control. They were controlling their destiny by staying out of the chaos to conquest. <laughs> so, uh, in this oh daily, when they're getting set up and they get kind of the idea, uh, Kieran kind of takes a leadership role. He goes, hey, you know, I was uh, in the army for Australia, I believe. Not Australia. I know it's Australia, but I don't know if it's the army or a different part of their armed forces. I don't know what that distinction is, but. I don't know what it is either. So that's why I'm just going to keep it pushing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he says, look, we've done these kind of drills before. What we'll do is we'll get down there. Listen to me. We'll do this. We'll get all the girls up and then we'll get all the guys up. And then once the girls get up, they work on the puzzle. Everybody's fucking arguing about it. No, no, I guess that's not true. I think mm. Berna was the only one that was really trying to be like, no, we should do that. And nobody was listening to her. Yeah, nobody was listening to her and she was getting pissed. I don't blame her because they were like, they had a plan for getting out of the hole, which was Kieran. He said, this is the part that I can do. I can get everybody out. And then it seemed like that was the only plan that was focused on. And the second part of the plan for the puzzle was uh, the people who are up do the puzzle. And yeah, yeah. The worst part was the edit because Berna said, can I say something like three times? And then Kylan goes, hey, guys, wait, Olivia, what were you saying? And I was like, seriously, <laughs> I just was that one continuous shot or was that yes. edited? OK, for what I just wanted to know Berna talking. And then she just like put her hand down and she was just dejected. And then Kylan said, hey, everybody, wait a sec. And then it cut to a different shot. And then it was Olivia. What were you saying? So here's my thing. And look, I, I know Berna follows us and I don't know if she listens to us, but there's got to be a reason behind that. People don't just do that naturally. Right. Like, especially if you're loud enough with which Berna is she's mm -hmm. not quiet. She is, but she didn't seem to be in that moment. She didn't seem to be really like fighting her way to get her in there. Her voice yeah. in the house seemed to be at a different level than her voice in that shot. Like it didn't seem she was trying to get their attention, but she wasn't like full fledged. You need to listen to me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, and so, look, this is the way that I, I, I kind of view this situation is like if you take this situation with this cast and you put it in like a regular like season of the challenge where there's like vets yeah. like Johnny Bananas or Wes or whatever, yeah. that would be the leaders, right? They would instantly take over. Everybody would flock to them, listen to them because they know what the yeah. fuck they're doing. Well, those people are not here. 
So now you have all these new people who are like, yo, there's no bananas. There's no CT. There's no West. There's no Jordan. Like I can show out, you know what I mean? And so now everybody wants to be a leader. So like, if you have something that you want to say, you have to fight when you're, when you're sitting there trying to yell over these people or, or get your opinion heard over these type of people, you got to be loud about it. And at least, gosh, I am a mess tonight. Oh my gosh. Anyway, at least from the edit that we saw, it did not look like Berna was doing that. Like she, she remind me of just like a little, like, excuse me, like, excuse me. You can't, un-Berna. Yeah. You, I, you can't do that. I think you do have to like, if she's really got an idea on what she's going to do or what she thinks is the best idea, you gotta be like, Hey, listen to me real quick. I think once we get out of there, this is how we do the puzzle. If that's what she was saying. That's, yeah. But my feeling is, is that's not what she was trying to say. I think she was still trying to say, oh, we should do the mud pit differently. Which, I agree. Because she brought up her, 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 her yeah, circus. Acrobat. Stuff. Is that what it's called? Acrobat. Acrobat. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, yeah. I, I, I hate calling it like, I hate being like, oh, she was in the circus. Like, oh, so acrobat's a better, that's a better. Like Carney? No, I don't want to do that either. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole about like what she does and how she grew up like this. You know. No, I think she is much more <laughs> like Cirque du Soleil, sort of. Cirque du yeah, Soleil, yeah. Cirque du Soleil, what the fuck? Cir- circus, circus <laughs> Soleil. Cirque I'm doing my Solo best. Lola it's Lola. not my turn. It's not my turn to use the brain. Yeah, you yeah. You had your turn with the brain before we yeah, hit record, so. That's fair. I'll accept that. That's what you get for taking your turn early. So, well, you know, it is. <laughs> we don't choose our times. It just happens. <laughs> it chooses us. Yeah. So, I mean, here's my thing is we'll get into it later with Berna because I think there's more examples of what I'm trying to get across, but we're not getting there yet. Yeah. Um, anyways, they start this daily off. They run down there and it looks like they're making pretty good progress. Um, like everybody was like, oh, the girls are saying the poles are so heavy. But then I heard an interview today and Big T was like, they weren't heavy at all. They were mm. like PVC pipe. And it's like, <laughs> that it, makes more sense. They, they were like 40 or 50 pounds. Yeah, she said they were not heavy at all. And I don't but, know. Some of those girls look like they were struggling to get them up. And I don't know. I think they were awkward. They're sitting there. You're covered in mud and it's wet. And then anything plastic like that, once it gets wet and you're trying to lift it up out of a mud pit, it's going to become awkward and difficult and you're going to get tired. Mm-hmm. Do I think it was super heavy? No, I think that would be kind of yeah beyond the point of what they were trying to do. Anyways. They get through it all. I think the highlight of this daily was when it came down to Jay and Syrian, or wow. not Syrian, but Kieran, trying to get out of uh, the pit. Wow. And that I know you want cr- to talk about that. That was crazy. No, I don't. I, but it was friggin' crazy. Like, absolutely insane. I was just sitting there and I was like, oh my God, are they going to get them out? Are yeah. they going to get them out? Like, and we've seen a daily just like this on the challenge in the past. They did one like this, like way back in the day. And it was crazy. They had like um, like yoga balls and all kinds of stuff like down in this giant pit. And I want to say it was like Mark and, you know, Mark was there or something. And he was like trying to I trying to that, like yeah. duct tape his like legs to the like yeah. with the, the little, you know, foam noodle things yeah. and then bounce on the yoga ball to like try to get everything. I, so I'm watching this thing with Jay and, and Kieran and I'm like, are they going to be able to get them out? Like, cause how they, they have nothing to work with. They're literally standing yeah. in muddy water. So like they have nothing to work with. So that was really friggin' impressive. Like, I don't, I don't know how they got Jay out because we didn't really entirely see, but I'm guessing just a bunch of the dudes came over and 
lifted him. But I don't know. It was crazy. It was super impressive. I, I loved it. Well, it, it, what they do is last guy takes him, lifts up Jay, and then uses Jay to climb up. But at that point, lifting, you know, 23 yeah. people up, you're gassed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. Well, and they should have been cycling because I did notice, like, because at first you heard them like talk about, you know, oh, we got to get the girls up first. And then the guys, you know, and that way the girls can get up and go start working on the puzzle. And then they get down in the hole and they started lifting up all the big dudes. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then lift. it made me it made sense. Yeah, they had the, to. They were climbing up themselves, too, because like Ed climbed up himself. Well, yeah, Ed got up there all by his fucking self. Like, how the hell did Ed do that? But like, is, first of all, the real question is, is anybody surprised that it was Ed that got up there by no. himself? No, I wasn't surprised that it was Ed. But no. like, how the fuck did he do that? He's an animal. And why wasn't he, he just like he got like a tiny, a tiny little handhold. Um, and then he just like launched himself up out of that place. Yeah, it was really it was really impressive. It really was Um, just like. So anyways, the way I thought the th part I thought was really impressive is the fact that Callum noticed where Karen was and was able to get his hand. And they were basically able to pull Callum back, holding on to Karen and bring right, him up. Yes. And that was that was super impressive. Because well, Even Callum was starting to go down because yeah, he was holding yeah. on to Kieran. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. And he started slipping down. He's like, I'm falling. I'm falling. Exactly. You start to see his legs go up in the air and stuff. I was like, it looked like a car, like on the edge of a bridge <laughs> yeah. about to fall yeah. in and shit. Like, yeah. I was just waiting. I was like, oh, are they going? Are they going over? Are they going over? Oh, my God. They saved him. Like, it was I literally i loved this daily I, like i, I was really so did, fucking yeah. hype after this daily and they lost like they didn't yeah. even win and i was hyped. well i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you're it, good it's it's because of what happened at the puzzle they didn't plan out yeah. what what were you going to do to solve this mm -hmm. and like the most simplest solution to it to me was lay it down on the fucking ground first organize it and then put it in instead of trying i thought they were at first and then they just stopped and started putting them in yeah. yeah, nobody ever does that. Like, I, I, and I don't get it. Like, why not lay it out on the ground? Well, it's so much easier than wasting time lifting it up, getting it in the stupid little circle, and then you got to take it out, move it, move it, just lay it down. Like, yeah, and it's one of those scenes you just got too many chefs in the kitchen. You know what I mean? It, and that's why I said, like, if they were split, since they were splitting up the team into the guys doing the whole pull everybody up and the girls doing the puzzle. They should have had a captain elected for each stage of this day. More importantly, they should have asked who knows how to do puzzles and get them up first, because that conversation did not happen from the edit. Michelle would have been a good option. I mean, she gets a little frazzled, but she did OK in fucking USA, too. She didn't do bad for them. It's not like she bombed it. And but even then. You've got Narice who did really good on puzzles in Ride or Dies. Yeah. You know, Raven's a smart girl. She's going to fucking Columbia. You know, there's people you can put in there to at least set up a good organizational pattern. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, I we're all digressing on this. They inevitably <laughs> don't what? make it. Uh, they get pretty close. It looked like they were, what, three, three pieces off, maybe. Yeah, they just got like the middle bit all jumbled. Yeah, yeah, like maybe three or four pieces. Yeah, like um, they just needed to switch some, switch some stuff around. Do a little switch. Well, they didn't even know that they didn't get it. Like half of them thought that they got it. 
Uh, yeah, I think exactly. they did. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, I knew it as soon as like they slid it in, like yeah. that last one slid in and TJ blew his whistle and it like flashed to the full scene of it. I was like, oh, they no. didn't get it. Like I can see it right now. Like they didn't, that doesn't say the challenge. Yeah. That was 10 minutes to get 24 people out of that pit and solve that puzzle and all the pipes out of there. Like, I I understand that it's supposed to be hard because it's for $50,000, but at least give them 15 minutes. Like that looked give them 12. Like it looked like there was not enough time to accomplish both tasks. Like it almost took well, it almost took them 10 minutes to get everyone out of the pit. Yeah, but here's my thing with that too. If they had if they had properly planned for this, for if, for if they had properly thought out the daily during their like planning time or whatever, and they had properly planned and they had made, yeah. you know, elected a few, a few people, because why, why does there need to be all 14 fucking girls over there working on the puzzle? Why can't you have five or six of them laying the thing out on the ground and the other girls over there helping getting people out of that damn yeah. hole faster? Like that was part of their problem is they only had like, the like six guys, five or six guys up top trying to get everybody out, you know, and everybody's fighting over who gets to go out first, which was stupid as shit, first of all, you know, so if they had just elected like five girls, six girls, whatever, let's get these girls out first, you guys go start working on yeah. the puzzle. Now let's get all the, you know, all the polls out, whatever. And then, you know, let's get everybody else out. Let's yeah. start getting everybody out. Why those like five or six girls are working on that. And then we can go over everybody help lay them up because by then they should have that shit figured out. Like they just didn't think the whole process through. It's measure twice, cut once. Yeah. And it's also like first daily and first time working as a team of 24 people. The yeah. next Very one, true. the next That's one hard. will, I mean, they could still lose, but the next one will probably go a bit better in the planning phase, whether it comes out in execution or not. No idea. But I think they'll be able to they'll be able to see what they did wrong. Um, you, I mean, the men don't, but the women saw what happened and what went wrong. The guy, the guys are adamant that nothing went wrong. They'll at least realize who's not fitting in. Right. Yeah. They'll start dwindling those yeah. people out. If, yeah. Regardless if they win or not. It's what oh, yeah. we're going to see. Yeah, that's um, the crazy part. Oh, my goodness. So obviously. They hit the 10 minute mark. They don't win. TJ announces that um, because they didn't win, they lost that 50K and that they're going to have to deliberate and pick a contender to go in. And nobody is safe. Yeah. So anybody can go in. And they don't even announce who they're voting for yeah. until they get down to the arena. Which, Which like I was like, okay. yeah, go for it. I like it. I think it's really cool. I like the buildup. I like that it's a fucking messy public vote. Yes. Because, yes, in the first three and to four episodes, it's going to just be, okay, let's just say a name and get over. But we're going to get to a point where it's going to get spicy. Like, yeah. and people are going to start betraying each other. I do like everybody saying it at the arena. What I don't like is that it all just comes down to where production puts them in the row. That because as soon as one person's name is said, it's just going to keep getting said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it right now. Yeah. For right, for right now. now well, yeah. yeah. And especially like this first vote, because, again, like nobody really knew what they wanted to do. Like there were so many different plans all throughout the house until the deliberation, which I want to say I love that the, the deliberation is also public. Yes. 
It gave me total freaking vibes from what was it? Double Agents with oh. Joseph and, uh, and Wes. Wes. Oh, oh my you gosh! I have it. You I do. I have it. And yes, it was Double Agents. There was a lot of facts that have been spewed here. Let's start with the fact that I am indeed rich. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love yeah. that one. I love um, this board. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, sorry guys. No, 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 no. It's all good. Um, you know what? There's a. I just get the feeling that this is very much a throwback to the way the game was played previously with a new cast. And they're doing that for a reason. Yeah. They're trying to sink you in. It's because that's when all the champs came in. That's how all these champs came in. That's where they, that's how they played. We're going to get a different iteration of how this challenge is played because of it, because there is no really big alliances based off because you know, and we'll get into it here in a minute, but Big T talks about how she has all these people in her alliance. And then in the very next scene, people in her alliance are like, <laughs> we need to put in Big T. So um, no. what we really do need to do, though, is take a small break and bring you this ad from Spotify. Hey guys, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom <laughs> Podcast. Thanks for sticking through that ad. Um, what we're not doing is we're not playing patty cake right now. We're not. We're definitely not playing patty cake. Think we're down there playing patty cake? Nope. No, nope. sir. <laughs> not at all, Corey. Nope. Nope. Not at all. But nope. what we are doing is we're going to go ahead and break down what happened in the house after the daily. I like it. So getting back, we get the mad dash that's really heavy heavily edited where we're getting four guys i think it was jay and a couple others i can't remember exactly who probably asaf and they're like spraying champagne everywhere and beer oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah when they get back into the house callum yeah i it, it, it's honestly i'm just gonna be 100 percent honest this next whole like portion of the discussion that we're gonna have between now and actual like where they all sit down for deliberation and maybe even a little bit you know probably from here till the eliminate I have no idea who all was in what fucking room because there was like seven rooms with like 30 fucking people in there. And I didn't understand how that happened, considering there's only 26 people on the damn cast. So 24, but 24. So I mean, even then, yeah, a cameraman, I get, you know, extras. Yeah, I just I I don't know. I wrote down like some of the names of like the people that were like talking and stuff. But if you want to know, go watch the episode. Go watch the fucking episode. Look, I don't even (laughs) want to get into all that. I just want to get into some overall thoughts and get your guys' opinions on a few things. Yeah, because I think it's more telling what happens once we get into the arena. You know what I mean? It it's it signifies that we're it's still the challenge. Yes, but. What really stuck out to everybody and no surprises, uh, Berna kind of throws a little bit of a tantrum because she can't room with anyone <sighs> she wants to room with, which look from like, I get it. Like it's a pressure situation. Yeah. You want to have a comfort person there that you can talk to and them not give you constructive criticism back. But with that being said, like, why wouldn't you take the opportunity to room with people that you're not aligned with for a gameplay? Yeah. Yes. You know, reasoning, because that's going to get you further in the game is having more than just two or three people you're cool with. Well, and here's my thing is that like how often in a season and we've all seen plenty of them. 
how often in a season do people like pick a bed or pick a room and then stay yeah. there the whole time? Ne- literally never. So literally people will pick a bed and this is my bed, but then they literally never sleep there because they go sleep in somebody else's bed or they go sleep in somebody else's room or they go sleep in the living room or yeah. whatever, you yeah. know, whatever the situation is. And not only that, once people start getting eliminated, people start moving rooms. Totally. So it's like use this opportunity to make some friends and, you know, get in with some people that maybe you're not already in with. And you will most likely eventually end up in Michelle's room anyway, or she'll end up in yours or whatever. Or you can just go talk to her anytime you want. It's true. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was like, why are we crying over this? I, I was just going to say, like, I under I understand because she knows so few people because um, she didn't really have like a great rapport with a lot of the people on her season. So it really comes down to basically yeah. Michelle and Huey. So like I get I get that idea of feeling even more isolated than you already feel when you're not with like the few people that actually have your back. Like you said, like as soon as one person goes home, somebody's taking their bed and then somebody is taking the bed that just got emptied and it's just going to bounce around. Like that's <clears throat> that's commonplace. Yeah, well and even then like and my even bigger point to this is If I'm in this situation, right, and I know, like, for example, I want to, you know, share a room or room with somebody specific, when we're going into that house, guess who I'm fucking attached at the hip to? That person that I want a room with. So how are you going to not be anywhere near Michelle when they're all running to pick rooms and everybody's trying to find a bed? You're not anywhere near her or with her, but then you're going to be upset that she's in a room that you're not in? like. You should have been with her if you wanted to room with her. I just, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. Did you catch what Michelle said to her when she asked why she couldn't be in that room? She's like, I'm allergic to this color. I didn't even hear that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I, God. When I watched it, though, it was weird. Like, I watched it, like, from the DVR because I watched Survivor Live and then I watched the challenge after. And the, it got um, chopped in a couple of different spots where I couldn't it would jump ahead and if I rewound it and tried to start it again it would just keep jumping ahead so there were pieces that I didn't actually get to see until tonight when I did my rewatch like big T's like alliance thing and that whole conversation with her saying that she doesn't have a master plan and Huey being like you saying you don't have a master plan makes me (laughs) think that you have a master plan because you're really trying to sell it and no one is saying that you do, um, which was like amazing. But also I was glad when I finally watched it that I missed the nightmare fuel the first time that is Wes's face on Big T's body because I don't ever want to see that again. It was <laughs> horrifying, but strangely accurate. I, like I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, know. no, it's accurate in the fact that like Wes's reputation precedes him. Yes. Big T's reputation precedes her. Yeah. Like this whole idea that everybody thinks she has a master plan is because she has a fucking master plan and she admits to it. Yeah, exactly. Two seconds later in a different conversation. Exactly. And you know, that's my thing is like people know automatically she's aligned with Melissa because they're best friends. right? Right. So that puts a target on her. And then she has this reputation that comes into it. 
she talks about the Brady Bunch alliance that she has and then cut to the next fucking scene. And Corey Lay, who's in that alliance, is like, we need to get Big P out. Yeah, exactly. Right well, and that's my thing. And, and I guess maybe I guess maybe it is kind of Wes like because when Wes used to have those big alliances where he would contact hella people before the season started, like half those people were his quote alliance, but they weren't actually his alliances. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I guess it is kind of Wes esque, but I don't know. I just. I was like, don't you can't. No, that's not that's not the same. You can't do that. OK, well, <laughs> he just retired. OK, we can't this too soon. <laughs> and it, it, I think the interesting thing about this episode is like there was the smart target. If you're going on the women's side, which would be big T yeah. because she can manipulate a lot of people in the house. Right. Yeah. And then there was the over emotional, obvious choice, which was Berna. Right. Especially after her and Huey had that discussion, which everyone heard. Yeah. Which yeah. turned into yelling because Huey's not a quiet guy and that's just yeah. not who he is. Mm -hmm. And then what we'll get into later where someone, I mean, look, Jessica fucking shot herself in the foot. She well, look. And here's my thing before we hop into the Jessica thing. Every like so many people were shooting themselves in the foot because if you think about it, Berna. So Berna's name actually ends up getting brought up like it gets brought up like by a group of girls like Norris and Mariah and oh, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. But then it's also being brought up by a big group of the guys like Asaf, Jay, Corey, Ed and like a bunch of other guys that were in there. And they were talking about Berna. She overheard them. And that's when she went and was going and crying to Huey and Michelle. And then she got overheard there. Like, and then we had the whole issue where, uh, you know, <sighs> Kyland overheard Jessica talking about going after the strong girls and naming Olivia, told Olivia, then Olivia goes and, and then she's overheard. It's just like, everybody was so messy with their yes, conversations I in this it. episode. And I was like, like everybody's so messy and I it's I loved it I was like oh my god everybody's getting overheard there's no hushed conversations right now everybody's just like fuck it like whatever yeah and it's, there's so much overlap too but like Big T wants to make sure that it's a guy that goes in she wants to have a female winner Norris flat out says that if they aim for a girl that all that's gonna happen is they're gonna be a number down and then the guys can just pick them off yep the guys are in the other room saying, well, we didn't fuck it up. They fucked it up. So we're picking a girl. And which girl do we pick? And like, it just keeps going around and around and around. And Corey Lay seems to be in almost every conversation. <laughs> he, he is playing a game and I yeah, am enjoying is. it thus far. He's got a better master plan than Big T because nobody sees it. Well, look, and here's my thing. Is it like really a master plan if like other people are also like thinking the same thing? I like, think I it's don't... just called it's a plan. an obvious plan. Like, yeah, a plan, yeah, a just plan. a plan. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and here's like my question for people listening is. Who would you have put in in this situation? Like, who mm. would you have nominated from what you see in the edit? Because mm. to me, to me, the, the obvious choice would be Berna. Because right. of the over emotional response, it's going to lead to a lot of things. Yeah. And then the following week or a week after that, you aim for big. T. Well, and the thing is, is like nobody in the house wants like every even if everybody knows they're going to vote burner or whatever, everybody's talking about it. And she's running around and she's crying and she's throwing fits and stuff like 
some of those people are bound to like feel guilty about making that yep. that decision to vote for her. And like nobody wants that shit. Nobody wants to feel guilty about yeah. si- about decisions that they have to make in the game. So they're going to fucking kick you out just for running around crying and throwing a fit about your name even being discussed when there's like so many people being discussed right now. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I, I would have done Bernie, too. There was a side plan to get go after Melissa because it would cripple Big T. Which was also smart Mm -hmm. because you're getting rid of Big T's like right hand woman. At the same time, you're getting rid of a fairly strong competitor, which is not as good during the team portion, but better when you get to the end and have to run a final against her. But I think that Berna is probably the obvious choice based on what we saw in the edit. Um, of just like mm-hmm. she's the one that wasn't gelling as well with the group. She's the one that seems to be in the center of some of those conflicts. So it it tracks. Um, if I were actually in the house and like able to see all of it go down, maybe you just shoot for Big T right out of the gate. But based on the edit, I I would probably also go burn it. Yeah, and. It's just, I think it's the obvious choice. And, you know, I think that Narice bring Narice and Big T being on the same page could make a lot happen with their outside connections as far as Narice with yeah. all the ride or yeah. die girls, Big T with the selection of girls she's working with. Um, I did find it interesting that Michelle brought up the fact of going for Melissa because Big T's biggest like uh, alliance member. And it's like, well, that's, survivor coming through from michelle right there <laughs> yeah. and it's like that's not really how the challenge works but it, it could help you it know what help. i mean uh well yeah it could like they thought getting like tori or jordan out of war of the worlds too would fucking cripple them but it just yeah kept kicking them in the ass yeah that's and that's melissa's no fucking joke in that elimination melissa is no. fucking feisty and she's that's not pl- afraid to play dirty so you know and here's my thing is all of this that we're talking about is like pointing to Berna, right? And then yeah. we get into the actual deliberation. And at first it's all, you know, well, the guys didn't fuck up. <laughs> we did our our part. We did our job. We did our job. You guys <laughs> couldn't do the fucking puzzle. And the girls are like, well, you guys were the fucking ones that planned it. And you didn't plan out the second part, you yep. know, which are both super valid in my opinion. <laughs> valid. Valid. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. Yeah. And so it's like, they're at a complete impasse and you know, all of a sudden Jessica decides she wants to talk and <sighs> it started off really strong. Like I was like, okay, where are we going? And then it just, that's the best that way I can. Yeah, it's just I don't have just, that sound effect. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> For you guys not watching on YouTube, I did a plane crash thing. So there you go. A plane crash thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Once again, um, you can never let your intrusive thoughts win in the challenge. Yeah. Those are inside thoughts, not outside thoughts. Yes. And as much as we want to say Jessica's not a rookie, Jessica is a rookie mm-hmm. in a game with people who have actually played the flagship and played against the vets yeah. and know what to look at and what to look for. And in my opinion, and I like Jessica a lot, I think she would be 
very interesting. We got to see her more long term instead of just Agreed. one episode. She just painted a giant red X on her that said, vote for me. Exactly. Pick yeah. me. And it's might as well say, hey, guys, literally, I want to go in. Yeah. I'm going to go in. Exactly. And that and that's the big thing is like there was there were so there were multiple points in this speech. That I was like, just just stop right now. Just yeah. please just stop. Like the whole like the right out the gate, she starts talking about how she's a small girl and she, you know, might not be capable. And she might struggle with certain things. And I'm like. Oh God. Okay. Uh, uh, what are we doing? Like, I know that you're a little bit insecure about this, but this is not things that we, especially while everybody's trying to figure out who they're going to vote for, not the best time to bring that up, that insecurity, you know? And then it went into the, like, I I want, I I know I can't win. I already know I'm not going to be the champ that wins here, but I want to, I want to help one of you. And it was like, uh, that's a I don't think that's good. Yeah, that's a one on one thing that you you pick yeah. somebody. You don't just openly like lay it out for anybody to grab that like you don't do that. And then she ended it by saying she was going to donate the money to charity. And I was like, I had this flashback to Wes. Yep. When he did that on, I think it was like the ruins or something. And every the minute he said that his game was over, everybody was after him because they all want to win for their families. Like, and they're like, oh no, we're not going to let somebody stay here. Who's going to give that money away for, and it sounds like such a good thing to say, right? Like to be like, oh, if I do win, I'm going to give it to charity and woo. And then, then everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. Maybe we should let her stay. It doesn't work that way. Cause they're like, they're hungry for that money and they don't want to see it. Like as shitty as that sounds, they don't want to see it go to charity. No. They want that shit in no. their pocket. Yeah. So, bye-bye, you know? And it was just I, I felt bad like sitting and watching it. It was one of those like kind of like cringe moments where I was just like, oh, God, please, like, please stop talking. Just please. Somebody stop her. Like, yeah. please. Because <laughs> you know what it's about, right? Like you you see it happening and you know, like, yeah. you know how that's going to end up being perceived. And I did. Um, I got a chance to talk to her a little bit about that situation about the elimination, she had said like everybody had basically told her that they were voting for her. And it got to a point where she was like, this is my like last ditch effort. Like I can, I can paint myself as a layup to try to kind of get through this and get stay in the house a little bit longer, find my footing. But it just, unfortunately it didn't, didn't pan out that way. And because they were looking for a target, they sort of found one despite the fact that she was already on the, under the impression that she was the target. So, which is super, it's irritating for like knowing that, that people have said basically like, yeah, we're like, we're voting for you. But then for us to only have, we're going for burnout or we're going for big T and then have it kind of look like that deliberation is it in its entirety of like, Jessica was totally safe and no one was talking about Jessica at all until this very moment. And now all eyes are on her. Look, and here's my thing. And this goes back to what I said uh, on our last, well, our guest, our couple of episodes ago when we were talking about the cast, when we broke down the cast um, Mm -hmm. is Jessica's an international player. And in this situation on this season, in this format, The international players are the quote unquote rookies of the season. And I fucking called it. They're going to be targeted. So 
I'm not under any type of impression that Jessica wasn't being talked about, but I feel like she would have had a better chance if she'd have just been quiet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially when you've got Berna running around crying, throwing a fit, annoying everybody and pissing everybody off. You know, and then you've also got her like trying to save her ass at deliberation by apologizing publicly to everybody for her attitude with a really half ass effort to that apology. You know, so it was just like, just be quiet. Sometimes it's best just just to be quiet and let shit let shit go, especially because votes were not happening right then and there. Right. You know what I mean? Like you still had time to go to people one on one and be like, look, exactly. I, I've heard that you're thinking of dominating me, but this is what I can offer you. OK, I might not be able to like win dailies and save you, but this is what I can offer you. I can promise to never vote for you. I can you know, I can swing some social stuff like whatever currency you have to Something. work with. Yeah, you she still had time if she had not made that speech. I feel like possibly she could have saved her position at least for a few more weeks. I, I agree. And, yeah, and I, that's sort of sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I agree because you can very easily just go to people and say, look, you guys might think that I'm shooting for you. I'm really not. I'm just trying to get through this game. And do you really want to risk getting rid of me when you get rid of someone like Berna, who's going to have an emotional outburst, blow up someone's game? And that could be your game. It could be and one not of only your that. alliance games. Yeah. Or say, or Big T, who thinks she's manipulating the whole fucking house. Mm -hmm. Or a competitive, you know, a, a competitive threat yeah. within the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many different, like, ways that you could sell yourself if you are not that confident in the way that you perform in the dailies. There's still ways you can sell yourself in the house to try to buy yourself more time, you know? And you never know what yeah, kind of... Yeah, or, like, the perception, too. Yeah, and you yeah. never know what kind of daily is going to come up that you could potentially Puzzle, win. Like, anything. you just, you never yeah. know. So, like, the more time you can buy yourself, the better. And I feel like, like I said, I know I've already said it a bunch, but I just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm upset to be honest, because I was really looking forward to seeing Jessica on this, on this version of the flag or this yeah. like format of the flagship when there's not like a ton of vets there to just like yeah. pow, 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 take out. I was really excited for it. And I was like, dude, this is going to be awesome. And I wanted to really see her like play and perform. Um, And so I just, I'm, I'm just a little bit like, let down that this happened and that she, you know, what, what ended up happening happened. And um, I wish she had just been quiet. This is my new Michaela moment. I had it when we broke down the cast for her first season and I went hard for her. I let you guys know like why she stood out on survivor, why she was perfect for the challenge. And then she was out first, but now I came in when I watched Australia and you were like, who are the people to watch for? So Troy, Kieran and Jessica, <laughs> those are your people. Those are the ones that are most likely to go to flagship. And then we get Troy who wins, goes to worlds. And then you've got Kieran and Jessica on this season. And I was like, perfect. These are the people, even when we did the cast breakdown, like these are my people. These are the people I'm rooting for. These people are exactly what the challenge needs. And then, unfortunately, well, to go one step further, fantasy draft. I, as per usual, get last pick. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Last pick just means that I get two picks right away. So I just sat there with Jay and Jessica's name at the top of my list and not really knowing who else I was going to pick because I didn't know who was going to be left. And I didn't care. Like, 
those were the people that I needed. And then I was going to figure it out. So I got them both. And then I was like, sweet. And then Jessica went home first week. And I was like, you know what? Don't care. I would have, I could have watched this episode and I 100% still would have put, picked her in the exact same position on my team. She'll come back. She'll do better. Yeah, 100%. And here's my thing is I like Jessica. I hope we do get to oh, see her yeah. back. I think she just, like I said earlier, she had one of those moments, like you said, like Desi yeah. and Tiffany had in USA 2, but she made it public instead of talking to yeah. someone she could trust. Right, exactly. And it goes back to what Nelson told us, which is you never are vulnerable in that house. Because it will bite you in the ass. Exactly. I agree. And just the last thing that I want to say about Jessica before we move on is that with everything that I already said, all of that aside, I I like her a lot. I talk to her all the time. She follows us. She's like super interactive and engaging with us. And I absolutely adore her. She's so sweet and she's fucking funny. Yeah, she's I want to give her a major shout out because I saw numerous posts today, obviously, like people kind of bagging on her about her speech and, you know, kind of making fun of her and stuff. And there was one um, where somebody had posted a (laughs) a picture of her and the caption had said something like, you know, so did you fuck with Jessica's speech last night or something? And she commented on it and said no. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I like this girl. Like she, she. She knows like she knows that she fucked that speech up. She knows that she made a mistake. And I feel like she's the type that she's not going to let this like tear her down or take it to heart. She's going to learn from it. And if she is invited back on a season, which I really think she will be, especially after TJ's goodbye to her, we're going to see a different approach from her and hopefully some more confidence because I think that she could do well. She's a badass. Yeah, I am going to say this. It wasn't as bad as Gen G's speech on Total Madness. The, it was not. It was not as bad as that. But it, it was still poor. It was a poor speech. Um, Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> that's still fucking the worst one ever. But yeah. I do hope we get to see her back because I want to see Jessica actually compete in this game, not yeah. do one fucking daily and get booted. Well, yeah. she's a super fan. So, like, she's somebody who yeah. like, uh, knows the mechanisms of the game. Well, it's like she said, like when she saw TJ for the first time. I know. I loved that. I loved that confessional. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's literally exactly yeah. how I would be. <laughs> so all right, I, I'm going to, I know we talked about this earlier, but right. I'm going to take a step back real quick because one thing I forgot to mention. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. No, is the conversation that Berna and Colleen were having yes. where Berna was talking to her and Colleen is a fucking licensed therapist, you know, and she goes to like give her like basically free fucking advice Mm -hmm. that is probably worth taking to a certain degree. And it wasn't it wasn't even in like a like a psychologist way. Like she was talking to her like like a a girlfriend, like a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And Bernard just flat out goes, look, no, no, no. I don't want your advice. I just want you to listen. And I, I don't understand Colleen and Berna's dynamic. Mm-hmm. And maybe there is a gap because of how things are interacted here in America compared to in Germany. Mm-hmm. But it seemed very just brash. And I don't want to say crude because it wasn't crude, but it just it lacked it, tact. Yeah, it, 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 there were definitely. But look, here's the thing. I don't blame Berna. Like I've been oh, yeah. in situations yeah. like that where I'm talking to somebody and I don't necessarily want your advice. I will figure it out. But I just want somewhere to just unleash 
whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking, whatever it is to have a vent session. Yeah. You know, we all have those. So I don't blame Berna for the whole like, you know, I don't want your advice. I'm just here to vent. But there were definitely better ways for yeah. her to say it than to just like be like you said, like just so blunt like that. It was just it came off and, very rude. And and that's my thing and why it was so surprising to me. And obviously we've heard that there was from what Jessica said, people already mentioning her name and people were going to vote for her that way. Mm-hmm. But the way this this episode, the edit was put together, it just rang yeah. Berna, Berna, Berna. Yeah, well, and like, I also just want to say really quick, after seeing this moment with Colleen and just, it, it seemed like a very natural response for Berna. It kind of made me it going back to like the whole Kylan thing at the beginning when like nobody was listening to Berna and Kylan wasn't like making everybody listen to her is like if she if that's her natural way of talking to people in the house, I don't fucking blame anybody for not wanting to work with her, talk to her, hang out with her. And that was part of her apology, too. You know, yeah. And so it's like but but, you know, even like if that's just your natural way of being with people like it's going to be hard for you to be successful in a house like this because nobody, nobody wants to deal with that. Well, and, and I've heard that Berna didn't necessarily have the best. I don't want to say anything actually about that. What I do, what I have heard is that she is from Turkish descent and was raised in Germany and it was at a young age. So it was a bit of a culture shock. And and maybe that plays into it to oh, a degree. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. And not trying to say that it it doesn't come off as very straightforward or that she's a bad person no. or that no. anything like this. No, it no, just, no. The way the edit was put together, it just it rang Berna. So that's why it was so surprising. But that leads to my next question when they get down into the elimination and they have to vote. If Berna is not the first person up. Do the votes go the way they'd go? Yeah, I think so. You think it still goes all Jessica? Yeah. I don't think that it goes all Jessica, but I don't think that there's enough Berna to flip it because I think I think if Berna's not first and somebody says another name, I, I think that that might fracture it even more where you're going to have more people being said, but different amounts i don't know who goes in at that point but if burn is not first i could see big t catching a few depending on where like where it starts and that's my question my next follow-up question is is if Arasio yeah. is on that side and the vote starts on him and he says big t how do the votes go then in my opinion big t goes in in this format i don't i think a lot of it comes down to whoever's first and the first name said because the challenge mantra is just like as little blood as possible so once one name gets said it makes it easier each time it gets said to just say it again and that's why like that's why Horacio's move was like even more of a boss move where he was just like you know what this isn't how I'm playing my game my votes for big T well, and here's my thing about the Horacio thing is that normally this would be the part where I would jump in and I would say this is going to come and bite him in the ass. But it's Horacio. Yeah. So it don't fucking matter because if you send him to elimination, guess what? He's going to probably yep. win. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Vote you how you want to vote, Horacio. Get it. Like, I'm here for well, it. I was here for it. I was so like, was Sarah. Yeah. I did get the read. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I did get the read from this that 
Arasio does have a bit of an intimidation factor now yep. this season because of what he went through last season. Yep. Anyways, getting back to the vote. Burn is up first. She votes Jessica. And then it is just a straight line of Jessica votes, including Jessica voting for herself because she wants to take control of the vote. The control is already out of your hands, but that is fair enough to try to claim that strength. Um, no. Until we get to Horacio, like we were saying, and he votes Big T. And I thought it was, like we all said, a boss move, very bold of him to not only throw out a name, but to throw out Big T yep. as yeah. your first vote and the only vote for Big T. Is she coming for your ass now, Rossio? <laughs> Maybe. I think. I, I don't know. They're in an alliance together, Karina. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. So, look, I don't Sorry, do it funny. often, but I heard Devon was back on the official challenge podcast. So I listened to a little bit of it today and Big T was on it. Oh, God. And they asked her about that vote from Rossio and she goes, oh, I still love him. Oh, I'm sure she like, does, but that doesn't yeah. that doesn't mean he's not going to pay for it in the game. But again, I'm not worried about him. No. Like, you know, it Either is way. what it is. Yeah. So uh, Jessica ends up getting voted down <laughs> and uh, TJ lets her know. And this is the part of the game that I might love the most. Woo! Is that Jessica gets to take control and pick whoever the fuck she wants to go against. And I love losers yeah. pick. Literally anybody. Like what? Yes. Are you guys surprised she picked Big T? Uh, I was a little bit I was a little bit surprised, honestly. Um, I thought she would have picked someone a little bit height wise. Big T is closer to her. Right. But, but I, I, size I assume, wise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought she'd pick somebody a little closer to her as well. Like Hui. I, I don't know. Like, it's hard to it's hard to say. I think her and Hui are in a room together. Looking at the way the elimination was set up as far as those kind of cages that you're in. I, I think it would actually make sense in this situation to pick the biggest girl you could in the house. I mean, tall or, you know, as far as bigger size, just because it's more about being in a small space and maneuvering yeah. amongst it. But with that being but you also said, you have to pull the rope and, you know. Yeah, but with that but being you also said, don't know what it is until you get the till you pick your person. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and anyways, the, the elimination is called fallout. She picks big, big T to go against. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I walked into this thinking Jessica was going to get eliminated as soon as she picked big T. I thought it was a foregone co conclusion yeah. just based on big T's experience in this situation. I think experience well, and, plays such a big role. Well, and based on the edit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and big T just she's first of all, like again. OK, look, but they might have done OK on the whole like foreshadowing of the episode. Yeah, but they're still fucking terrible at putting people in the previews that yeah. give away who go like Big T's been in the fucking previews. So I knew Big T was not going home the minute she got yeah. called down. I knew yeah. it wasn't <laughs> happening because I've seen her in previews of other dailies and stuff like that. So I was like, OK, <laughs> yeah. I was still hoping that it was a mistake, like an editing issue, like last season. <laughs> <laughs> Something, but no, no, no. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I pretty much knew Jessica was going to lose this one. Sucks. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Happy for Big T. Congratulations to her. Yeah. She kicked ass like she absolutely murdered this elimination. And it's not like Big T is necessarily like a slouch in eliminations. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's been in a few. She's won a few, you know, so, um, you know, and she's gone up against some some pretty good competitors in eliminations. So um, I'm, I'm happy for Big T. I would have liked to see Jessica play longer, but 
yeah. Here we are. Personally, I did, and so did Sarah. I liked Jessica voting for herself because at that point, like, the writing was on the wall. So it made the most sense to totally own the situation where, yeah, you're going in. So fuck it. You might as well put your vote on yourself. And I think that she gained a lot of respect from TJ in that moment just by the way that he reacted to it. Yeah. And by the way, he referenced it again when she got down to the sand. And I did, um, this was the other thing that, that we had talked about was the elimination. She did it slightly differently. Um, so she interpreted the rules differently on what the part was like pulling the tiles. So TJ had said to pick up, yeah. like to pull all the colored tiles and Big T's was um, like blue in the middle and yellow on the outside. And hers was yellow in the middle and or sorry, the other way around, whatever. So they alternated the colors. So she was under the impression that she had to pick up all of the tiles and get them out, which is why it took her longer. And it wasn't actually until she saw mm. the like she watched the episode that she fully realized like what the difference was. Which sucks too, because I mean, like, mm. I understand that the instructions are to get rid of the colored tiles, but then when like the colors just alternate on both of the boxes, I could see how when you're in that moment, you're like, cool, well, I got to get rid of all these fucking tiles. And then Big T, when you actually watch it back, just takes out the middle. So it's one of those things where it could be, it could be interpreted either way. But it could also be like that Laurel Ninja moment where one person thinks that they won because if the rules actually were get rid of all your tiles and Big T just took out the middle and smashed it, she could have potentially have been disqualified the exact same way that Jessica was eliminated, right? Yeah, I guess my it's too hard of a fucking elimination to reset to get another glass in there. So no, I didn't mean like I didn't mean as far as ninja and laurel like resetting and going again but my overall thought on it is is it's better to go in and ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission yes and that's where jessica messed up and going back to what we were saying earlier that's where having this experience in the elimination is so critical yeah because it you know without it you're you make these small mistakes that can sink your game in in a second rookie mistakes everybody makes them yeah so this wraps up this episode and we get the preview for the whole you know, season, it's not the next whole season. Episode, but the whole season. Yeah. Or I'm at least mid season. Pay attention to see who goes home. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm just going to say, I, I don't think I've been this excited for a season. No. Like I said, since war of the worlds too, like yeah. it looks like this is going to be messy gameplay with good dailies good eliminations from what I'm seeing because I actually yeah, like this elimination. It, it was simple yet. It was interesting to watch, but it was over quick. It was still a nice was race. Dynamic. Like, yeah. you know, we got to see them actually like battle for something, you know, do I wish like maybe it was a little bit more of a tug of war. Like there was only one hammer and it was a shorter rope. Perhaps do I wish it was maybe a longer rope that was heavier to make it more of an endurance perhaps. Yeah. But still a solid yeah. elimination. The preview gets me hyped. Oh, my God. CT, Cara, Laurel, Brad, Jordan. Oh, real quick. Real quick. Are you ready? Are you ready? 
I'll smash his head and eat it. Oh, I You're can't fucking have wait. To go through me. <laughs> or this one. This one. Ready? 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 Lock load explode. Lock load explode. I'm Let's so go. fucking stoked. I cannot wait to see CT come in here and fucking wreck shop on somebody. Watch it be a puzzle and it'll still it be a, a great elimination. I will be so disappointed. No, if you it's won't. A puzzle. You're just going to be happy he's walking in there with a fucking mace. You're right. Oh my God. Yeah. All cards on the table. I'm stoked to see Kara too. Like, because yes, she's yeah. yes. like the personality that she is coming in with is basically here. Like, like, I'm here to make your lives uncomfortable, which is great. Yeah, I love it. I'm yeah. honestly, there's not any of the really like any of the the mercenaries that I'm not excited to see, except for maybe like Kaz. But it's not necessarily that I'm not like ex- oh, like I, I don't love Kaz. I yeah, just, it's not that I don't want to see her. It's just that like it's like mm, you just stand out so odd among all the other mercenaries. But it's okay. Like I'm gonna overlook it because like you're really fucking pretty and you have a really nice voice and like you're funny. So like, I'm totally going to overlook it. But at the same time, like even like Devin, like we haven't seen Devin since Ryder dies. And I know like that wasn't really that long ago, but it's still been like, we've had a couple of off of uh, spinoffs, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so um, it'll be cool to see him again. Like even just seeing his like little promo clip for season 39, where like production was like asking him like, you know, uh, thoughts on the cast and he's like oh narice olivia like and he's like oh i thought you meant thoughts like t-h-o-t-s like thoughts like you know fucking had me rolling i was like dude i miss Devin. like i want him like back i know he's not gonna be like in the house but i'm just excited to see some of these vets laurel that's gonna be crazy oh yeah you know darrell darrell's looking good like brad brad's looking good he's looking ready to go like i'm just i'm stoked you know what it's wild is Right when they were filming this, Sarah was in Croatia, about 20 minutes away from where they were filming it, and they did not get her for a fucking 20 second elimination. Like, do this puzzle for us and we'll give you 15 grand (laughs) and watch our ratings just skyrocket. Skyrocket. But, uh, you know, to be honest, at the end of this episode, I was really thinking about it. I don't really have a line of the night. Nothing really stuck out to me as like, oh, no. this was a great no, nothing. So uh, you know what? I do. I do. Okay, let's hear it. I'm giving it to Asaf. 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 I will get it right, guys. Just give me an episode or two. Yeah. Asaf. I'm giving it to Asaf. You know what? For we the ca- title. Yeah, we picked I a little it. bit of fun at the title, but I'm going to give you line of the night. So hopefully that like balances it out. Love it. I do want to say that the soft that we're seeing now compared to what we saw in Total Much Madness. More personality. I am well, enjoying yeah. him thus far. He yeah. might be considered by like to be corny or whatever by some of the people, but it's dad humor and it plays right into mine and Tony's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely adore him. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He's a genuine guy from the read yeah. and I'm looking forward to seeing him hopefully progress yeah. a lot further. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, as far as MVP, I'm going to go big T for the women and I'm going to give it to Karen for setting it up and getting mm. those guys out of that pit. I just don't have anyone else on the guy's side I'm, to really give it to. I'm going to I'm going to agree with you on the big T, but I'm going to flip it up and I'm going to give my male MVP to Ed Ooh, because what yeah, okay. he pulled on that yeah. wall was insane. And then he stood there. He laid there. And pulled every, it was part of pulling up every single one of those fucking people. So like, 
that just absolutely impressive performance. Yes, major shout out to Karen for coming up with the plan. But the execution, in my opinion, was all not all on Ed, but like a lot of it was on Ed. So I'm going to give Ed my MVP. I can dig it. What you got, Tony? I will give Ed the MVP for the same reason. Um, I will begrudgingly give C- Big T the MVP, mostly because she eliminated Jessica. I'm not cool with that, but she did what she <laughs> needed to do. She seems yeah. to have a good read on the house. And I will, of course, give my honorable mention to Jessica because this is my opportunity to do it. And I have no doubt that she'll be back and <laughs> she will absolutely learn from what went down and she's coming back a stronger competitor. And I was already rooting for her as a strong competitor when she walked in the house. Right. Yeah. Actually, you know what? My shout out or honorable mention goes to Corey lay on the men's side. I think he played a really good political game and I'm interested in seeing this keep going. And then I'll I'll give it to Jessica as well. Yeah. Horrible speech, but you, you gave it your all, you know, and hopefully we get to see you back on another season. We forgive you. We yeah. forgive you for the speech. Well, it's okay. not even I forgive you. It's, <laughs> you know, next time, next time, don't do it. Don't do it. Just, just. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that wraps it up for episode one. What do you guys think? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm shocked. We actually got through our recap quicker than they got through their episode. Including commercials. Yes. And we. Yeah, well, that's it'll never happen again. Yeah, no, no, it won't. It's going to get spicy and we're going to have some wild episodes I'm, this season. I, I'm excited honestly I'm really yeah. excited and like you said I haven't been this Same. excited in a while so I'm let's fucking go I'm excited yeah exactly team dynamic like the team format means that the drama that we're getting is also going to be game drama because they don't want to keep losing money so they're going to need to actually figure out how to optimize their team and yeah there's absolutely still going to be interpersonal drama especially this season yep. yeah but yeah, but I'm, I'm here for like the cast. I'm with you guys. Like other than the like, obviously USA 2, it was like half Survivor. So of course I'm going to be stoked for that season. But this is an awesome season and it's kind of what I've been waiting for where no vets, no rookies get kicked out first. It's just anybody is fair game. Let's see what happens. We've all got some experience. And we're going to play the game our way. I like it. Yeah, same. I, I'm excited. I, I've i said a hundred times. Um, I think it's a it's going to be a good building block for oh, what yeah. we see on season 40. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but that wraps it up for us. So for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony Stats and Info Lance. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you guys get a chance. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube and hit subscribe. (laughs) Um, If you're listening on Spotify or any other place that you get podcasts from, you give us a rating. If you're enjoying it, we would really appreciate that. If you're not enjoying it, um, send us a message to at Biodomer on Instagram (laughs) and we will take your uh, constructive criticisms uh, into our thoughts and we'll process it and let you know how we feel. Yeah, we'll consider them. We won't. Do you like Berna did and say we we don't want to hear it, but yep. we'll listen. I, I will read them all. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> yeah. May not respond, but we'll see him. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. But for all of us, that's a wrap. Bye. Later. Bye.